we're back. Yes. Yes. Long time coming. Long time. Long time. A hiatus. A uh, couple weeks ago. Oh, listen. Life and life. Everything. Technical difficulties, life difficulties, just being outside. Yeah. Um, and it's hot as hell in New York. Oh, my goodness. Hot as hell everywhere in this, in this, in this country, apparently. End of time. Some people think that, that climate change is real. Somebody better tell them. Yeah, that that ass. <laughs> we're glad but to we're be back. back. Yes, you know uh, it's the best of both listening. worlds. The best of both worlds of wrestling podcasts. Of course, this is Turk again. Yeah, man, it's Khalil. Man, happy to be here. Yes, and uh, we will get right into it. Um, we ain't got no structure today. We just no, winging man. it. We're just winging it. Um, there's not been a lot of mainline wrestling consumption, like watching the night of, but there's been, yeah, we've been picked. There's been bits and pieces watching there. DVR has been in use, and um, we got you. We got you. Given with with a life reviews is what we given a day with a life. Yeah, reviews, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I guess we two weeks out removed from. Forbidden Door, so we it don't even make sense to even touch on that. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It was good. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay was crazy. I heard crazy, crazy nice. match, amazing match. But um, if you're if you're not a fan of the um, like the only complaint I heard about it was some people thought it went like a few minutes too long, like maybe five or so minutes too long. Mm-hmm. So it could have done with a few less false finishes, especially uh, with the way they were going at each other. But I don't overall, like all these false finishes. When did yeah, this become yeah. cool? This is it's when, like it's like honestly, we like we like ten years into it. We like ten years into it. It's so annoying. It's like, bro, every like a few people in the NBA got the green light. It's like game Steph. Yeah. You know, like in terms of just really just heaving some shit, you know. Yeah. But like everybody can't force. Don't everybody can't be doing the same thing, man. Everybody got to do their part, man. But it's all good. I will say, if there was a match that deserved it, it was this match because this is it was for a title, and it's like a blood feud. So what was what was this title for? This was an IWGP type of title. Yeah, the IWGP US title, which um, US title. Yeah, Kenny beat Will for it back in January, which was another crazy match. Mm-hmm. And they managed to top that match, which is incredible. But um, their history is that when Kenny left Japan to come to AEW, Will was supposed to be like, you know, boom, next up. Like, yo, I'm leaving. I'm passing the torch to you. I was the man. You the man now. Blah, blah, blah. But um, the pandemic happened. Right. And... Uh, an unfortunate series of like serious injuries, like to his neck and to his ankle, I believe happened to Will. So that kind of, um, slow things down, slow things down. Mm-hmm. So to feed it. So since Will's been healthy, he's been putting on crazy, crazy matches. So basically the history is like, like before the first match, Kenny was like, you know, I tried to pass you the torch. You couldn't run with it, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm going to take your belt. Boom. Took his belt. Now coming into this, it was Will was like, I was in my head too much in that first match. I know what I need to do to beat you. I'm going to beat you, get my belt back, which is basically what happened. Okay. And of course, you know, some Don Callis shenanigans, of course. But, um, yo, I- I'm going to tell you something, man. This, it, I, been, I enjoyed Don Callis when I was watching him as the Jackal when I was a kid. I always liked Listen, He's just a slimy dude, man. He's just Cyrus hilarious. the virus, bro. Cyrus the virus repping the network. He's hilarious. He's really funny, man. He's really. I've always been a fan of his. I don't know what he was mm-hmm. doing between the time AEW wasn't around. And he was um, that. He was but, an impact. He was an impact. So he was doing he was, commentary, was he, okay. and I believe he was like one of the lead bookers. He was booking. Yeah. Okay, so he's 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 been in the business and making a living. Yeah. Okay. He's one of my favorite people. I, Chris Jericho kind of joked that he don't got no hair no more. I did think he looked cool with hair back in the day. Low key, he was the the leader of the Truth Commission. I liked the group, but it was a bunch mm-hmm. of losers in it. 
uh, Kurgan was in it, who was the oddity after a while. Kurgan. Uh, Bull Buchanan was in it, who was also like boss man's side dude and like Bull one of John Cena's early partners when he was like they called him B squared. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> he was in he was in a troop commission and then like two other dudes. I they're like some South African uh army or some shit. I don't know, I like them I like them. Nah that's they had a only... fire theme song. That's another thing. Yo the, the that's a fire sometimes theme the job song. is the jobs we having the best theme song sometimes. That joint sounds so cinematic. Like if they're smart, they'll give it to somebody new and it will feel new again. Like it doesn't feel dated or nothing like that. It don't sound like yeah. Rick Rude's theme song or something like that, you know? Hell yeah. And get Jim Johnson his flowers because my man was banging out them themes back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I hope he gets in the Hall of Fame sooner than later. I think the, the guy to do it will probably be Triple H. I think they should yeah. hire him back, but you know, who am I? Who am yeah, I? True. You know? Um, but um, but yeah, like Don Callis, Heat Magnet. Imagine him managing Dom. Yo, that would be a great way to um, if the if the if the universes came together. Yo, that would be a trip. You wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to hear a thing they said over the booze. That would be a trip. Um, but Dom still gets the magnets. Duke on that. Dom gets the Duke on that. Like, yeah, yeah. Dom, like, if there's anything that I would like to catch once a week, if I don't watch anything else, just let me mm-hmm. hear Dom get booed, man. Like. <laughs> I saw that with, with uh, Seth Rollins or whatever, and you're just like, wait, mm-hmm. wait, man, let him speak, Seth. I'm like, oh my god, this is it cracks me the hell up, man. It cracks. No, nah, I love it. I love it. I love amazing. Like it's good heat. Yeah, it's it's what you want, yeah. and you know, honestly, he needs to be this character right now because he's mm-hmm. not an imposing figure. So it's yeah. the character that has to get you you know zoomed in on the match you really want to see him get his ass beat every time he's in the ring you want to see him get a proverbial spanking every time yeah. he's in the ring and you don't want to view him as some type of like person that a woman finds desirable so then you put him with a, a, a extremely desirable woman and people are like no you know that doesn't go together <laughs> you don't Yo, listen that. <laughs> you i don't often want to have that I often wonder how much of the heat is just from guys like saying, oh, that should be me. Oh, Rhea, please. It should be me. Yeah. Listen, you know, Rhea, they'll go even deeper. They'd probably be like, man, fuck Brady Murphy. You know, <laughs> I don't know who she did. That who she did? She did one of the people, right? Yeah, Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, right, I'm on point. Okay, yeah. Fuck Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Like, man, Listen, let her rock. She's Rhea turning them out. She turned them out. You seen that video look like John Cena was trying to run down? No, I seen that they were talking backstage. I didn't see yeah, the whole yeah. clip. Like people pointing catch the old John Cena trying to bag Rhea Ripley. Look at him. Like, you know I'm a legend, right? He sees a vision. Whatever you need me to do, baby, I'll do, man. You want me to cover <laughs> this ball spot, I'll do it. You know what I'm talking about? I'll do it. Listen, he getting that HBO money now. That DC money. I ain't mad at it. Shout out John Cena, man. Word. And shout Word. out to his his surprise appearance at um, hey, uh, Money in the Bank, man. That was oh um, yeah yeah yeah. That was cool. That was I was genuinely like, oh, that's cool. That's nice. And uh, I enjoyed that show. Um, the ladies, I caught some of it. I was in New Orleans at the time of this show, so I only caught some of it. But mm-hmm. uh, the ladies had a wild um, ladder match, and then of course Ricochet. Ricochet just got a wild spots. The the four fifty onto the ladder, and then the spot going through the table with uh with Logan Paul. I'm like that was almost yeah ugly. I'm glad listen, they figured it out. But I was like, bro, how about y'all just stop and try it again? Don't they they, nah. they they pushed through? They ran through the tape. I will say Logan Paul has been impressive, even though as a person I'm not really here. You know him and his brother. Sure. They kind of, eh. but sure. um, I saw I saw a couple of spots from that women's ladder match. Crazy, crazy. So, what's shorty in it? Eo Sky. Then mm-hmm. she do like a a moonsault off the top of that. She took some bumps. Ugh. Listen, but she that's how she is. When she was in Japan, she was going hard like that too. 
It's amazing. I mean, I like fucked with her. I used to watch her in NXT, and I was really, you know, yeah. that was one of, you know, that was when I first started seeing some Bianca Belair stuff. And mm. I think they had some some back and forth, and I called a couple of their matches. Of her. I, you know, I, I, I always fucked with her. Always nah, they, they've been stepping it up. They've been stepping it up, and they've been giving them shine. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, it's that's the one thing. They're going to always give them, I mean, it's a PLE, so you got to give them shine. But, you it know. It was the right time. It was, you know, the yeah. right crowd. Um, yeah. Shout out LA Knight. He got a dumb pop that night, too. Hell you yeah. Know. I think most shockingly enough, I don't know if you were shocked, but Omen got pinned that night, which is crazy. Yo, listen, that was. Nah, that story is clicking on all cylinders. Not, not like they oh, firing man. now. They firing now. And now what like, we're that's... doing, I'm no longer. If I feel like they're not reacting to the to us and what we want, they they they're dictating what's yeah. happening for real now. I didn't yeah, even see yeah, that yeah. coming. I was like, oh, so where are we at now? You know, what's what's this life mm. gonna look like after SummerSlam? I'm interested. I'm genuinely interested. You know what I mean? They haven't um they haven't set up a match for him at SummerSlam yet, have they? Well, he Jay challenged him last week at okay. the end of the tribal court. So hypothetically, you know, at the time of this recording, y'all, it is Friday. So we'll see tonight if you know Roman accepts. I anticipate mm-hmm. he's gonna accept the challenge. And it'll probably be, you know, that'll be the main event. Uh don't expect Jay Uso to win. But no. anything's possible in the words of Kevin Garnett. So who knows? You know. But that crowd is gonna be on it. They're gonna be on the edge of AC for that match. It's a as it's one of the arena shows like I mean stadium shows again too. Ah, see In I Detroit. Hate those. I mean aesthetically it looks great, but sonically the sound just escapes into the air, so like the moments don't feel as big sometimes. I feel like wherever they did the Royal Rumble, I don't remember, it was also a stadium, but they were loud as hell. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. I will I went to what did I go to? Um I just went, I went to Essence Fest and I was in the Superdome mm-hmm. where they had a couple of WrestleManias in the last 10 years or so. And yeah, people can make noise and it does just go up in the air because it's such a large space, man. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's something else. It's but so much you can hear. But I think whoever does the edits for them, audio at least, like I felt like I heard them when they was at the Royal Rumble. That shit when, when Sami Zayn hit Roman with the chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. please. It yeah. was lit. It was amazing. So hopefully it goes off. No, no, you definitely heard that. You know, um, that's what I do remember in terms of what has happened uh, since the last time you and I spoke. Uh, I what am, what am I seeing recently? We're seeing. Uh, well, Tom, catch me up on this. Last time, I you know, last time I had, I, I caught some dynamite this week. Well, mm-hmm. I thought Sting and Jericho had a little thing going on, and now all of a sudden Don Callis is bothering Jericho to join his group. So, like, what am I missing? Yeah, so they had a um, I believe Sting they had hurt. a tag match. I think they had a blow off tag match, but Sting might be hurt because Sting took. I saw that I mean, that dive. I was like, bro, what are you doing? What I'm are like, you yo, doing? What I tell you a few episodes ago, he can still give you a maybe a 10, 15 minute regular match. But he yes. cannot give you that yes. if you're gonna jump friggin' from the ladder to the ground. Here's the thing. So I think he got gas. Like his previous jumps that he made, they I'm were more yeah, they were more of a straight down jump. He didn't have to jump forward. My man had to jump like he had to clear like six feet. Yeah. And with 60-year-old legs trying to clear six feet, I was like, this is not gonna end well. And when his ribs hit the edge of that tail, I was like, oh, yep. They're going to wrap him up, put him on ice, and like save him until his retirement match because it's not. This is not. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I answer my own question. Come like, bro, last yeah. thing I remember, we teasing this. We've never had him in the ring together before. I'm like, all right. And now all of a sudden, Don Callis is like, oh, we, we, we go back in the day. You need to join my group. I'm like, wait, where's Sting, bro? And, I will and, say, and Darby. Though, Darby helping the young kid in the main event. I'm like, where is Sting? See, that's another thing. I don't know. So, so the kid Nick Wayne is like him and Darby. Like he's a mentor. Like Dar- Darby's his mentor ever since his dad passed away. But um, the other thing I don't get is, so they were teasing. So in this tag tournament, 
where you um we had the random partners. It was Swerve and Keith Lee versus Darby and um Orange Cassidy. Okay. And the way Darby came at Keith Lee before the match, like y'all want to see the old Keith Lee, da, 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 not this punk Keith Lee that we've been seeing, da, 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 this standing in the third. And like it like up the level of aggression for Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. And they gave each other a little fist bump after the match. I'm like, what is like where is that going? Okay. Or is that another conduit for Swerve to do some heel shit? Because Swerve has beef with both those dudes. Like right. he got history with Darby and he got history with um Keith Lee. But I guess we gotta wait and see with that. Because I think like the main focus story wise now, like outside of the Nick Wayne debut, is the blood and guts match. That's gonna happen. That's next gonna be week. on regular TV. Yeah, yeah, and then um, the MJF Adam Cole odd couple pick. I'm enjoying that. Yeah, enjoying that. Yeah, I'm enjoying the entrance. I'm enjoying the hey man, don't I love, no I love don't handshakes. I'm MJF gets like every classic thing about wrestling. He yeah, he, he just gets it. He he's an entertainer, but he he gets it. He gets it like the um, like the, the when they the be vin- doing the, the, the boom, that should be cracking me up. Oh, who do you think you are, man? That is not your shit. Saying he's running around him like kind of um, like Rockstar Connection. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like Rockstar Connection, which is it's really funny, man. Like um, I love the whole him running around Adam Cole, like how Shawn Michaels used to run around Triple H during their yes. DX reunion, the yes. little hobbled. Running around thing and like I, even the skits that they have before, like those can be eight times out of ten in wrestling. Those skits lean into the corny, yes, and like the trying too hard. But they they've been hitting the right notes did, to not make it this cross that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were at the um, they were at a bar. And um, like four girls walk in, and MJF tries to get Adam Cole to cheat on Brett, and he's like, "I love Brett, I'm not doing it." So MJF takes the all four girls to the bathroom, and then Adam's like, "I'll wear the t-shirt." He got it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so MJF is doing this whole thing about not Adam Cole not wearing their t-shirt. Right. So Adam says, "If you wear the, t- I'll wear the t-shirt if we get to do what I want next," and he's like, "Cool." And then boom, smash cut. They playing AEW Fight Forever. So I think that I will was, get it eventually. I think that was kind of a like it was a skit, a skit meant to be an advertisement for the game. Somewhat, but what I thought in it also, I think it, it accomplished that. But I don't think it was necessarily. I think it was supposed to be both, but they mm-hmm. actually threw some some character development in there because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a part where, where uh, MJF was talking about, oh, you know, you don't really get to have this type of fun when you ain't got no friends. That was just a little peek into, oh, here's that. Here's yeah. the the origin, the villain origin story, for real. Yeah, you and know? then Adam Cole and, having that, that moment like, hmm, maybe I misunderstood this guy. Yeah. And then like, the right. connection is starting to genuinely build between them. Which also works because people know about Chubbs. I'm aware of Chubbs. You know what I mean? So it's a it's a natural uh marriage between like, you know, their story and like their actual hobbies and yeah. you know, things of that nature. So I, yeah. I, I enjoy what they got going on. Um in regards to blood and guts, you, you alluded earlier to some changes AEW has coming, uh requests. Or yeah, so this is interesting. Sure. So the assumption is that this is coming from the heads of Warner Brothers Discovery. AEW's on the verge of getting another, um, I guess, check from them. And all of a sudden, there's a there's been like a multitude of things that are now banned. And there's some spots that have to be approved by trainers and coaches first. So the things that are now banned are unprotected chair shots, bleeding in the crowd, spitting mm. in the crowd. So the bleeding in the crowd and unprotected chair shots, of course, you know, it's bodily fluids and like the unprotected chair shots thing. Like no one really does it in mainstream wrestling anymore. PTE, but, um, man. <clears throat> the real, the realest. 
with the spitting in the crowd and the taking drinks from fans, I think that's like a direct link to like MJF. MJF once took that a beer out of fan's hand. Um, I think he drank it and spat it in the guy's face. And then um, mm. there was an incident where he poured the drink on a little kid's head. I remember that. Her mother, his he mother did. was right there. Yeah, because he didn't know there was tequila in the drink. <laughs> he didn't know. And so he's such a heel though, man. I do appreciate yeah, that about yeah. him, man. He's a heel. He's a heel. So, so they're taking that away and then Weapons in the crowd, which is obviously a safety thing. Um, faking seizures. Who did that? Daniel Bryan, one hundred percent. Bryan Daniel. Oh, I missed. I, mean. I missed that match. I was a PLE, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh man! And so he faked the seizure. Yeah. Did it dupe but, somebody um, in? He was playing possum. Well, it was. I think it was for a reason. So ten minutes into the match, um. He said his arm was out of place for an elbow drop, and he broke his, he, like, fractured his forearm. Oh, yeah, I heard that, yep. So, I'm thinking, like, that fake seizure was to buy time for a little recovery, because he didn't want to end the match. He still went on and completed the match, or won the match. But, okay. um, I think that has something to do with it. But he has done it before. He did it against, um, Kenny Omega. Okay. And they, they they had that sixty minute draw at um Arthur Ash. I was laughing okay. for that. I was there laughing for that. Amazing. But um They're coming I back to soon, I think. Yeah, they do. I think they're gonna run it every September. Okay. Like okay. yeah, every fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's and the fact that he had to leave wrestling initially because of concussion issues, they think it might just be in bad taste. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I understand. So but I don't makes, know. I don't know. It's um, that's the that's the business, though. It's like yeah. when um, it's like when 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 Owen Hart gave Shawn Michaels the Insiguri, mm-hmm. you know, and then Shawn Michaels he actually had a seizure, but he act like he just yeah. like knocked out. You know exactly. I, mean? I don't know, man. It's a well, different speaking time. Speaking of knockout, speaking of knockout, they're banning um. Like the deer arms, when you stiffen your arms, like say you get knocked, you see people get knocked out in the UFC or something, their arms are just like straight up in the air because they just yeah. out of it. Yeah, they banning, they're banning that. But I've only seen that happen once. Um, okay, it happened in like Claudio versus um, uh, I forgot, I forgot his name, but it was for the ROH title on Rampage. And Claudio won by knockout. He hit it with a. Dude was jumping off the top rope and he hit it with a European uppercut and dude landed and did like the dare arms and they declared it a TKO. So I guess that's another one of those optics things that mm-hmm. the um the network wants to avoid. Um turnbuckle power bombs are now banned. No bubble, no buckle bombs? No buckle bombs. Um, oh, I wonder how I wonder how the the the, the hardcore AEW fans feel about this because this sound real they real soft now. Yeah, and then now um, and then no blind moves backwards toward the turnbuckle. So like you can't give someone a German suplex into the corner anymore to the turnbuckle, something like that. It has to be something where the person taking the move can <laughs> see the turnbuckle coming. So. That's a safety thing. I I can't get too mad at that. But I don't um, know who's behind it. That's very specific. I'm like someone yeah. that has an idea about this business or insight. And, and the thing is, these are things that are prevalent a lot in AEW. So yeah. it's going to change some of the dynamics of their matches. But um, those are things that are outright banned. And now they have the things that need approval before happening. So any ring apron, ringside spots. Any high-risk dive needs to be approved. Any intentional bleeding, whether it's blading or making it look like you got your butt, your mouth busted open or something like that. Um, the usage of weapons and foreign objects like thumbtacks, sprays, mists, powders, anything like that have to be approved. Can you mist? It has to be approved. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it has to be approved. Like, they just can't wreck this. They can't just pull the spot. Because you know how some wrestlers, they don't pre-plan the matches. They just go in and they go boom, boom, boom. Um, Basically, don't try anything crazy without letting us know. 
um, choking and strangling or hanging someone. Um, this is WWE, man. Yeah. Um, worked injury spots. So, like, you know, any kind of fake injury spot has to be pre-approved. Um, brawling in the crowd. And then any physicality involving referees, managers, or special guests. That kind of sucks because sometimes I think talent like to feed off of how a match is going. You know, sometimes yeah. Jericho might want to push Aubrey or something just to yeah. get the crowd to react. So, like, I don't, I they probably won't enjoy the fact that some of these things are going to feel so manufactured mm-hmm. and not as organic. But you know, it's it's a system they have to work through. They are learning what it means to take the big money, and um, that comes. You know, it comes with its own little bits of jurisdiction. You know what I mean? Collision, man. What you got on collision? So, um, so the numbers came in. So the collision, the debut episode had about 800 something thousand viewers. Okay. Great debut for a Saturday night wrestling show. Um. I think the following week it dropped into like the five hundred to six hundred thousand range, which is you know I think is where they expected the number to be, right? But um, I think the week after that it dropped into like the four hundreds, like the four hundred to five hundred thousand range. So people were like, "Uh oh, people ain't watching wrestling on Saturdays." So we tried to tell you. I think um. Dax from FTR got into a little tizzy with Jonathan Coachman on Twitter. Jonathan Coachman, he still still pays attention? Okay. Yeah, because he's like, his thing was when they announced Collision, he was like, it's not going to work because wrestling just does not work on primetime on Saturdays. It's just, it's not something people are going to stay home and do most of the time. But, um... Dax is like, you know, give it a chance. Blah, blah, blah. We're trying to establish something here, whatever, whatever. But um, I don't think it's anything to be too concerned about. I don't think the network is concerned about it. Like, they're pretty sure things that are on prime time on a Saturday during the summer are not going to do as well as they expect. So I don't think Collision is in trouble or anything like that. I think they're just going to ride it out. With the, See with the number, right. yeah, and then move on from there. Because Collision has been, um, it's been good. It's like it's not a bad show. It's a, it's a good rest. Like they, it's a really good wrestling show. They I like differentiated how it, looks. it. Yeah, they differentiated enough from Dynamite, so it has its own identity. Um, I will say I don't think we need a CM Punk promo opening every show. Oh, is that but, what's happening? Okay. Like, yeah, like this past episode, he opened the show again um, to talk about his match with Samoa Joe. And I'm like, I get it, but, bro, it's like eight minutes, bro. Like, I think he'll get the idea eventually and, and, and we'll be yeah. it. I think he yeah. will. I don't think he's like that oblivious at all. Um, I don't even know. If, look, it's so funny. I don't know if I'll ever get around to watching a full episode of Collision, man. I'm. You know, the weekend is your time. You got some time, man. You yeah. got some time to move around. We were telling cold winter nights. The winters sure. were, you know, Saturday, you want to stay in the crib. That'll be clutch when that time comes. I will Let's say, um, FTR and Bullet Club Gold had a really good match. Really good match. FTR is like, I don't know what it is. Like, they just get... He knew that though. tag team wrestling, like they he knew get, that. but it's like, and the thing is, I think like the the opponents they get in the ring with, when they get it to, it's amazing because like it's not your traditional tag team. Of course, you have your traditional tag team spots, but the way they pull off some of these spots is um, like there was a spot where um, oh, what's the other dude's name? It's Dax and Cash. Cash is trying to tag Dax. And instead of just, you know, the, the old let your opponent run and knock him off the apron before you get the tag, Juice Robinson just got on the apron and just started being annoying to the point where Dax just wanted to punch him in the face instead of going for the tag. <laughs> so it's like baiting your opponent to a, 
yeah, baiting your opponent to attack you to miss the tag instead of attacking your opponent to miss the tag. It's like the little nuances in these matches that I think only people like FTR and like other high level wrestlers get, man. That's why they match. No matter how you might find them annoying on social media, but man, they they really are the best tag team, I feel like. No, I mean I've I've been a fan since I ever watched them in NXT, man. Uh, they they conveyed exactly what I think they wanted to convey. As soon as I saw them, I was like, oh, they like the yeah. brainbusters. As soon as I yeah. saw them, as soon as I saw them, I was like, oh, they like new brainbusters. And yeah, they, they just they, the late is, 80s, early 90s. This is what they do. They do tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. You know, and, and I think what's missing from these divisions, in you know, in in a macro way, is just uh definition like they are they are a tag team the usos are a tag team do we really want to see these people all everybody gotta run off and be singles not necessarily i mean i know it happens a lot but like bro the 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 dudley should be us a tag team uh you know you could argue about the hardy boys but great tag team you know like just defined groups you know um so that's who they are i I appreciate it i i really wish their time in WWE went differently, you know, um, because they should be of they should be held in high esteem, man. They they are extremely entertaining with what they're they do. gonna. Um, so Bullet Club won the match, mm-hmm. which granted them a title shot. So I was gonna say next Saturday, tomorrow, yeah, it's gonna be two two out of three falls for the tag team belts. And if there's one thing FTR does amazing, it's two out of three falls matches. FTR are the champions? Yeah, they're the champions. And Bullet okay. Club goal is challenging them. Um, so Bullet Club, they got like a fluky win. FTR going over. Yeah, yeah. FTR but that match going. should be like F, like I think the science of structuring a two out of three falls match, you have to have a really good wrestling mind to do that. Mm-hmm. And um FTR has had three different ones now that I've seen. They had one against um, American Alpha and NXT, um, Chad Gable. and um, I remember that. I saw that. I think that's when I fell in love with American Alpha. Yeah, that, that match I was I think incredible. they won that, didn't they? I think so. Yeah, I think American Alpha. I think so. And then they had another one against um, in NXT again against Tommaso Ciampa and um, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, why? Yeah, that another incredible match, and then they had one right um recently right before um with the uh, he passed away with the Briscoes yeah and ROH yeah. okay and like all three one team the same kind of match three times and they all felt like different matches and they all felt compelling in different ways and they were all great so that's like a testament to like storytelling their greatness and storytelling yeah so i expect nothing but greatness from this one because um i will say jay white and um juice robinson they also understand a little nuances of well, I'll, 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 you know i hope so i'll be, I'll be critical like of japanese people. yeah yeah but it was um it was displayed against ftr so whether it was FTR brought it out of them or they always knew how to do that, like I'm from last week's match, I have no worries that this match is gonna be gonna knock it out the park. Okay. Um I'm with that. The main I'm event was was Joe versus Punk. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not gonna lie, I was I had it on, but I wasn't like like invested in it. Mm-hmm. Um but it was a good match. It was a good match. You know, Punk's still getting his um his legs. Yeah. Still shaking. Not I don't not it's not the rust he's shaking off. It's more of the just getting the conditioning back to do these main event matches. Cause um Joe is Joe's a big dude, but I think his his conditioning is good for his size. He's been but he's been more active over the last few months yeah. than Punk. That's all it really is. Yeah. Even yeah, though true. Joe isn't necessarily working at the same rate, like in terms of you know, as often, yeah, you know, on the road yeah. and whatnot to the same degree. But yeah, he's been more active, so that, that makes sense. 
That makes sense. Yeah, and yet, you, know, you can't simulate these things in workouts. It's a different vibe no. when yeah. adrenaline is pumping and everything. It's a whole nother. You're running the uh, ropes and you taking dives and you got to lift a 300 something pound man over your shoulders and yeah. everything. But um, it's... Well, they say you can lift up anything in a fireman's carry, but I don't believe yeah. that. <laughs> Depends on how your knees feel. Depends on that how your part. knees feel. That but part. um, I think... So at so Punk wins the match, and so he's gonna face Ricky Starks in the final of okay. the men's Owen Hart um tournament. Um, Joe choked out Punk after the match, and basically like was screaming like "You've never been better than me. You've never been better than me. You've never been better than me." So I wonder if this is gonna go into a singles feud. That sounds like if that's the Joe. case, Ricky Starks probably ends up winning the Owen thing. See, that's another thing, like. Because does Punk really need to win it? That's my point. Not if you're going to go into a feud with Samoa Joe. Yeah. You got your whole history to fall back on. Yeah. You don't yeah. need, a, you don't need a, a new award. Like, y'all got... It's a it's a history. This win Punk had, that's his first win over Joe, ain't it? That's what I heard. The, yeah. In the trilogy, Punk never won. So, nah. he got and one. I think, I think all of those... I don't know. One definitely did, but I think all of those previous matches might have gone like 60 minutes. Or okay. damn near 60 minutes. Because that was oh, one yeah. thing ROH did back then. ROH loved giving you when it's an epic match like that, they love giving you like the 45 to 60 minute long matches. Yeah, man. So I, I think and you know, I feel like Ricky Starks has been floundering, you know? And so yeah. I think it's time, man. I mean, you know, give him something that he could hang his hat on. Mm-hmm. That's not the FTW belt, and and keep it pushing. I, I I like the idea of it. We'll see what happens, but I mean, I think that's the logical thing. If Punk if Punk is yeah. on if Punk is feuding with Joe, I don't yeah. think you need that moniker of like Owen Hart Classic Champion. No, no, and mm-hmm. I think it should be. I think that should be something like strictly for up and comers. Yeah, like mid card upper mid card i don't want to get too mid card because it depends on how you know because sometimes you want to give to someone and they might not be able to like handle that you feel me but um that's fair this is definitely but a vet should not be winning this a vet should not be winning this and like on the woman's side i think it should be uh you know thanks for bringing up thanks for bringing up the women of AEW, yeah, no shade to the women of AEW, but I came across some stories this week about uh, where has Jade Cargill been? And oh, yeah, 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 will, will she ever come back? And all this other type of stuff. I think she will get back, but yeah, I heard some yeah. really great arguments about like just you know her stat, her stature in the in the landscape, you know, mm-hmm. not, no, not necessarily just the entertainment landscape, but just. Like in women's wrestling, and I'm yeah. sorry, I fucked that up. Uh, um, and and basically saying like, yo, she basically had the mid card women's title, but it always felt like the main title because of who she is, what the record was, yeah. how she was booked. People people are critical of like her feuds and stuff like that, but I'm like, bro, until I watched Dynamite, I forgot Tony Storm was. The heavyweight champion, like it's this thing is about character. Mm-hmm. This thing is is yeah. going to be about character, man. And she's synonymous with the division, but also being a champion in that division. Um, she's been the only TBS champion until whichever show you that just returned got it off her. Chris Statlander, Chris Statlander, right? And so there's been a bunch of eight of women's champions already. You know yeah, what I mean? at least five. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you know. I just want to put that out there, man. Like, if that woman thing, wants the bag or whatever, give Jade whatever she's asking for. That's all I'm saying. Because she will come booking, to the E. She will come to the E. Don't get it twisted. Like, her booking has always been an anomaly to me. Like, if hindsight being 2020, I almost want to say she shouldn't have been the first TBS champion. They should have gave it to like one of the like established mid carders and they just have Jay just tearing through the undercard, the lower card, 
and then build her up as an eventual challenge to the TBS champion and then go on from there. To have her be so dominant with the belt, like, you can't... The problem was, a lot of the problems was there was no one who was credible enough or believed to be credible enough to take the belt from her. That's AEW's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's AEW's fault. And then the one time they were doing that with Statlander initially, Statlander blew her knee out. So they had to Mm -hmm. put the kibosh on that. And so another hindrance in um, Tony's booking sometimes is that he will drag when the desire, when something happens to thwart the desired story he's trying to tell, he will stall it, stall it out as long as he can. So that's why you get the whole, the whole mini tie of Valkyrie feud and a whole, um, dissension with the baddies um baddies should have lasted longer man well rumor has it that there was like legit heat between between like there was was legit falling out between jade and um kira and red okay which is why layla this is why layla's the one who stayed on so if that's the case then i'm fine with it otherwise just drop like they should have. That should still be a thing. The baddie section yeah. should still be a thing in the audience. Well, I think Between the baddie section. Yeah, the baddie section is getting tougher, tougher to fill. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, because I think some but, of them, some of them chicks had to get paid to be there. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah, I don't think so, they were all interested in in, in the business. Yeah. I, I, between that and uh, what she said, tell Shivani, man, what the shit? Don't like. I love yeah, you, little the shit, that was Tony. My, I'm still trying to get. I'm still trying to get her to do a drop for me. I gotta talk to the mm-hmm. people over there. I just want her to be like, "What the shit?" I just want to hold. I want that <laughs> drop, man. It was supposed to happen, nah, but we never got good. to do an on-camera interview. We did a phone interview. Yeah. Nah. I could pull it off from there. I want to cut the shit drop. Now nah, you got that. It's gonna happen. I need. It's gonna happen. I see I that. Listening one day. Well, I no. need that. But she should take the time off. All the time she needs. Um, a to help. Like a breath of fresh air, like you know, sometimes you need to step away, so the fans could you know have their palate cleansed in a sense. And then when you come back, it's like boom, oh Jade's back, oh boom. She's been dependable. I don't remember her missing anything for the whole run. I think she's been helpful. Yeah, she she deserves. She get yeah. Whenever they she when Shaq and them came on, that was still pre pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah, that was when Shaq and her had that like, match against Cody. I want to say it was like right before the pandemic because I'm trying to remember if their match had a crowd because the match happened in Daly's place. Yeah, right. But they would so play I, that sometimes with the crowd. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I can't remember. But um, I know her debut promo was no. before the pandemic. No, this was this happened in 2021. Oh, so it was, yeah, it was during the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. But still, I mean, we're talking, it's yeah. been, this happened November 2021. This is almost two years ago. Yeah. She didn't miss a show. No. In that time, as far as I can remember. Uh, not due to injury. You know. If she wasn't, if she wasn't on the show, it's because they just didn't book it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Let me see. No, so this was modified. All right, so. On March the 3rd. So this was March 3rd. Let's see. Man, that feud. The one thing I remember from that feud is Brandy Rhodes. (laughs) Hey, you heifer. Hey, heifer. I was like, yo, what are you doing? Are you trying to prove you're black? Like, what are you doing? Last thing you're going to do, talk to my man. I was like, I ain't never, ever, ever, ever seen this side of you before. What did she? And then, and then one time she talked to the other dude that was like Zeb Coulter for the other people. I forgot his name. Oh, the freaking the, the MMA like, dude. He's like, bro. He said, "What? She said, you got a black belt? Well, I'm a black bitch." I was like, you know, I changed the channel. No, Brandy, I no. Said, Not in front of Middle channel. America. <laughs> I was like, nah, this is it. This is Not it. Not in I front can't. of Middle America. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is like wrestling shows will have that one thing that makes you change the channel every time. And that yo, was your it. parents, your parents will walk by like, what is, what's that? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh. or, I'm a black bitch. <laughs> what? 
Oh man. Damn, America's top team. That was America's top team, whatever it was called. Yo. Oh, too much, man. Too I'm, you know, nah. she's been chilling since she came to the E, man. Well, went back to the yeah. E. I need you to just keep chilling. Cause that was just a yeah. you know, that 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 definitely showed the I didn't grow up with black friends side. <laughs> like you gotta have a more presence of mind. You do not Word. think about the optics. You know, At least I, you I'm don't sure wear the bad wigs. By now. At least you don't wear the bad wigs. No, she you know, she put together otherwise, man. She got yeah. she seemed to have a good heart, well intentioned, but just <laughs> yeah, that uh, listen. Well, I mean, it gave, us Jade, you, it gave us Jade. It gave us Jay though, and like Jay doesn't need wrestling, so no. But but you but you have to always pay respect to what got us to know you in the first place. I think I think maybe she don't need it, but if she yeah. stayed longer, she'd be able to reap more from the fact that oh, yeah. she was like, involved. I don't think, in, like know? I don't think she she doesn't like wrestling. I think she she wouldn't. I don't think she would get into it. I think she's the type of person like she wouldn't do something if she wasn't genuinely into it. In oh, it I think she's invested. Yeah, I definitely think she's invested. But I mean, like, I mean, like financially. Oh yeah, she got other she things. She doesn't happen. need it. Like you know, what I'm saying she, you know, her husband still. I think her husband's still in the um, MLB. Okay. So you know, and you know, them baseball checks be hitting. They ain't got no salary cap. Mm-hmm. So and I, and they live in Florida, so you know they ain't paying no taxes. That part. So she is she is good from that standpoint, but um I definitely think she wants to do more. She, like will. she wants to be the world champion. But she also look, man, at the end of the day, I'm gonna keep it funky. I'm gonna sound like just the WWE lifer that I am. Her career yeah. not complete till she go face to face with Bianca <laughs> Belair. So and Bianca That's is not thing, leaving. Man. She's not leaving. Yeah, it got it. So it's a dream thing. match. What if- what if there's AEW, several dream matches though? Because Charlotte and Jade will be, but they could Jade pull off Charlotte. an AEW. They could pull off her versus Mercedes. That'd be fun. They could they could pull that off with the New Japan partnership. They could pull that off like once that would be um, fun. Once Mercedes recovered and fully healed and back on that's track, a main event. That's a main event. You can market that. That's one hundred percent a main event. One hundred percent a main event. Right. Are you kidding? What? But you know what it is? And this is the funny thing. And this is my critique. How do you get people involved and in, I mean, interested in these things when it comes to New Japan and stuff? I'm like, bro, we're going to be interested because they already made their names here. Yeah, you she's the anomaly. They are. Mercedes and is the anomaly. You so you're not going to... You don't have it's to It's not weird. It's Japan, not, why bro. should I care? It's like, nah, I already know this shorty yeah. style. I know they characters. Yeah. They both braggadocious. They both got that thing to them. You know, um, it's a David versus Goliath type of situation. You know, one person more experienced than the other. Like the story writes itself. That'd be. And it's fun. like, who? Like nah, that. That's money. I think that could be. Besides Bianca, for the obvious reasons, like that, both their athletic prowess and everything, um, both being like basically prodigies. You know, being so young in the business, but being so um, decorated and held in high regard already on the card that matches like obvious, but I think her versus Mercedes is like the, I don't want to, I don't want to say rock Hogan because it's not like two distinct eras like that, right. but it's, it's basically the two who are the two biggest stars, like presence wise, you can get in the ring with each other. It's those two. It's like, it's like what they have outside of the ring. It's like Cena and Triple H. Yeah, I would say no, not Cena Rock. If Jade is a former world champion, then it'd be was already a multiple time world champion, then it'd be Cena Rock. Okay. But yeah, she ain't got that yet. Yeah, but I like they're deserving at this point, but she just don't got that yet. So Yeah, yeah. So but that is and I think that's the match Tony wants, really. Once he saw Mercedes sign with New Japan, I think he was like, ooh, ooh. If I could get that match to happen, if he can get that match to happen before any other company, or before Jade decides whether or not she wants to leave or not, this is the thing, man. And he has to do it. He has to do it. But Jade, man, she could in the evening. You got Charlotte, you got Rhea, you got Bianca. She there's mad matchups that are fly, man. You got Becky, you got Mm -hmm. Bailey. They all it's like they got people that. 
They're yeah. all good matches. And and all the people I I listed can have a good match with anybody. Yeah. With and that's something that's special. That's a special talent for the, the women's division in the, in in the East is like it's not nothing to be played with. Yeah. Although Oscar, Jade has please. true. Oh and Jade God. has Jade has mentioned in the past that she would like to put some work in um in Japan. I don't know this how she feels happen. about that now, but um, I mean, everyone like everyone comes back for the better when they train in Japan. Like whether it's um, like look at and I feel like people um of a larger stature, one hundred percent come to, come back. But like I remember fucking Tyson Tomko, like nobody cared about that dude in the ring, but he went to Japan and he improved like vastly to the point where okay. Tomko was cool. Yeah, and then um, A Train. He went to Japan. I don't know. He got... You thought that improved? No, Ten no. Side? In ring, he, he, the gimmick was whack, but in ring wise, mm. he got better. He definitely got better in ring wise. It was just that dude started dancing around with Brodus Clay in two months. See, man. That's the know. gimmick, man. That's the like, that's, that dude that's was rich. started. He started doing the dance. I gotta put that. Vince got a thing with big dudes dancing. Yeah. Like he had a thing with like making big dudes do like odd I wouldn't things. I would have never brought him back as Lord Tensai, man. I would have brought him back as A Train. Yeah. And just let him go, man. Like I I, I, I always enjoyed Albert's work. I don't you know. Cause um, I, I think him and Tomko were a tag team out there. Okay. Yeah. I'm... Tyson Tomko. Percent sure they were. Tomko, give me a beat. No. Nah, but, um... Anything else? Oh, um, bring from the, from the week of wrestling? We got a, um... We touch on, um... For the, um, Blood and Guts match. Both teams named a fifth opponent. You know, um, I'm, you know, I'm critical of that, too. Um, Blackpool Combat Club brought back Pac. Yes. Which is, so um... It's like another a level of storytelling. So Kenny Omega's first two feuds as a singles wrestler in AEW were John Moxley and Pac. Right. And he lost both those feuds. Pac, um, I think him and Pac had this 30-minute Iron Man match on Dynamite. Fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Incredible. And then, of course, they had the best of seven trios title match with um the Elite versus um Death Lucha. Triangle. Yeah, yeah, with Lucha Brothers. So they got that history there. And then for the elites, the debuting Kota Ibushi. Um, for those who don't know, him and Kenny were a tag team for years in Japan. Um, Kota Ibushi is an amazing wrestler. I think the only he was in Impact like years ago, back when um. I don't think anyone was watching Impact like that heavy. I think it might have been during that Bischoff Hogan era. But um, he did have a brief run in the E. He was in the first Cruiserweight Classic. I thought he was. I thought I might have seen him. Yeah. Again. Yeah, he got all the way to the finals, but he lost to um TJP. And that was a Trump, really great Trump, match. Trump loving TJP. Yeah. <laughs> sleep on you, brother, man. We sleep on you. And like, yeah. and he's an incredible wrestler. That's the thing. But he's just a, like a dickhead. Yeah, he's yeah. a dickhead. But um, that. But most of Koda's history has been in Japan, and so uh-huh. you know, the criticism again is, you know, why do we have to care about this dude if all he's done is in Japan? But I think with this being a blood feud, and I think um, with it being the elite and the elite have history in Japan. Like there's just no, that's where they formed. They formed in Japan. So like, there's no like beating around the bush with that. The, um, I think fans have been, fans who know have been anticipating it being a Bushi for months now. So it's not a surprise to like the diehards, but, um, I think when the people who've never seen him before, when they see him, they will understand why. That dude is 
if there's a style I could compare it to, it would be like a Japanese Kurt Angle, like athleticism and that intensity and like that, um, and just like insane knowledge of wrestling, but just in a subdued Japanese dude. I remember watching them in the Cruiserweight Classic. I think I was in, I was entertained. Yeah. Um, I'm interested more so, you know, blood and, blood and guts will be fine. There's probably be a lot of blood, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of bleeders in this match. Uh, but also, I wonder what happens after. We still, they're still building towards Wembley, right? Yes. So, I mean, yeah. I guess we still figure out what that card looks like. I think they, I think after next AEW week, it's centric. The Wembley thing is more AEW centric. So okay. I think I think once you get past Blood and Guts, they're gonna full bore into that because it's next month. Right. They don't got that much time. So I think they're gonna start building those. I think um I think Adam Cole versus MJF is probably gonna be the, the world title match for that show. If I so you think they're gonna this little that. partnership is gonna be done by then? I mean, that's where it's going, right? Yeah, but like, I feel like they also in this like aren't they also in some tag team eliminator tournament? Ain't he supposed to get a shot at the belts at some point? Yeah, but I don't think they're gonna make them beat FCR for of the belts. I think okay, FCR's so gonna think... lose the belt to an established like legit tag team. Okay, they're not gonna stone cold and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Nah, I, and I don't think they're gonna double belt MJF. Okay. Yeah, at least not at this point. But um, I th- I'm thinking, see what. The weird thing is like all out being the week after. But I mean the, yeah, the one caveat is the one caveat is they did say all in is not gonna be on a paper, it's not gonna be a pay-per-view. So I think what they're trying to do is have that like broadcast on like TBS or TNT. Okay. So I think that that tempers the issue of Oh, will fans pay for two pay-per-views back to back? No, nah, you only pay for one. All out to pay-per-view, all is gonna be free on TV. Um, I think they just have to work out the logistics of it since it's gonna be from broadcasted from the UK. Like what time is it gonna air, what day is it gonna air, and things like that. But um, yeah, it's not a pay-per-view. So, but I'm thinking, so now I'm thinking about I think MJF and Anacol might be for all out instead of all in. So I'm wondering what they're gonna do for all in, if anything, with um MJF. Gotta be on that. I don't know how it'll yeah. work out, but he gotta be on the show. He is the champ. He is the yeah. champ. Yeah. Like, do you have like him just do a special attraction and wrestle? I don't know, maybe you give Pac a title shot since he's from the UK or something like that. I, I don't know how that would work story wise, but I don't think not the more I think about it, I don't think they will blow off the Adam Cole MJF thing there. I think they'll save that for all out. Okay. And they will see what they do with the elite. That's another thing. Like there's a lot of stories coming to an end, and so it's interesting to see like what's gonna happen next with some of these wrestlers. Yeah. All right. And 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 on on the east side, you know, we tonight we'll find out. I anticipate Roman will accept the challenge of Jay Uso, main event Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Salute. And we Thanks. will we'll see uh how SummerSlam starts to shape up. Hell yeah, you know, Summerfest season. Yeah, Summer always Fest. ready for that. Um, I do want to get this in. Yeah. Rest in peace. Darren Drozdorf passed away. I want to say yeah. Probably last two week weeks or the ago, week before last, yeah. Rest yeah, in peace man. to him. Um, he suffered a horrendous injury. Um, my voice is down. I need some water, but um, he suffered a horrendous injury in a match against Dino Brown that left him paralyzed. And um, I had always wondered how he was doing. And they um, he was on the episode of Dark Side of the Ring. I'm trying to remember who it was for. I think it was probably for the brawl for all. Yes, yes, yes. It was for the brawl yeah. for all, and he looked he looked to be in good spirits. Yeah, I mean, they kept. He used to write for for the website for Dirty website, yeah. and yeah, yeah, that's few, true. like he was pretty active for the majority of the you know the rest of his time here. Unfortunately, you know, depending on your severity of your injury when you're quadriplegic, you know, mm-hmm. 
you know, organs start to fail and stuff like that for being yeah. you know, sed- yeah. sedentary for so long. So, you know, it's 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 tough. It's tough. Um yeah. I feel like he got the most out of the the quality life he did have, it seemed. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. glad he was able to be that's one thing. A lot, a lot of people in, in the business are not fans of Dark Side of the Ring. They think it just is has an agenda of just showcasing wrestling in a negative light. But I look at it a lot differently. And I see a lot yeah. of people who otherwise wouldn't be seen, wouldn't have a voice, and you wouldn't maybe forget about. And they get to have, you know, at least one more moment for you to, you know, look back on their career. I really did something back in the day. You know, we saw New Jack on there. Jerry Jarrett was on some episodes he passed recently. Like, you know, yep. so, so it's good to see. I mean, I'm missing people, I'm sure. But there's going to be a coming time when a lot of people go away um, and some of their last remarks is going to be on Dark Side of the Ring. Road Warrior. Um, animal. Road Warrior Animal. Yeah. Passed away, like, right after, not not right after but not too long after the um the episode about um the road warriors um debut Mm -hmm. but um yeah yeah that show i rock with that show because it's like a lot of these guys yeah it's tragic the way they died and there's a lot of darkness to some of their stories but some of the the sacrifices these people go through for this business like the least you can do is tell their story at least and, it'll and, and, feel like some kind of justification. Some people find vindication from it. You know what yeah, I mean? The, some people, the way that um, they package it, I think they package it in a pretty respectful manner. And people like people that are with the machine will try to maybe vilify what's happening because they can't yeah. profit from it. That's usually how it works in this world. Yeah. But you can't be fooled by that. Like you got to go by your own moral compass. And I tend to like the stories that they tell. No one else is contextualizing things this way. Like, yeah, I would never. We would never get that type of Doink the Clown documentary. We would never get. You know, Word. I just watched the Adrian Adonis document. There's so many stories that we hear of, but now you get to hear from people that were closely associated with it or were there. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I do rock with it. Um, also, to those listening. You know, we we have a lost episode that didn't turn out well before this recording. On that recording, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we pay respects to the Iron Sheep. So yes. just so you know, we we, we that ain't glo- get glossed over at all. Uh, so rest in peace to him as well, um, Sheiky baby. And that's um, yeah, that's I throw that in there before we dip also, cause um, yeah, man, he was the man. So, but yeah, shout out to Draws, man. I was uh, not I I I, I remember my mother took me to see uh. Beyond the Mat for my birthday when that joint came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that video of Draws <laughs> signing the contract. Infamous Vince clip. He's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna puke. <laughs> <laughs> Son, and then it was just yo, an insight, like, yo, this is the type of shit that like entertains He's me. so invested in the characters. I remember he looked at oh, Draws, he was like, so, uh, you, uh, you think you can do it? He's like, uh, what are you talking about? Hey, you wanna, yeah, see if you could give him a little water. You <laughs> drinking this water? Oh, oh, is he? Is he gonna? What's gonna? Oh, he's gonna. You know, he, oh, man. Vince, like he was calling raw. Vince is incomparable. I know, I like, I know the other stuff he comes with, but oh, listen, in this space imagine of entertainment, if, he is incomparable. If, Imagine if Dark Side of the Ring had the access to make an episode about him. You know what I think they'd do one day? I think what they'll have the they might have the if they get too if they get big headed enough, mm-hmm. I think they'll try to run an episode like that and use a like a what they call them joints, like a um a Jack and Jill or whatever, Jane Doe. They probably try to use some <laughs> big name. Listen, think, you know they got big headed enough. I think they'll probably try to do that. Listen, they already do it with the dramatic um reenactments of the situations, and they know how to do it where they could use the the old footage by graining up the screen or whatever they do. So they be using yeah, that yeah, old yeah. footage, you know what I mean? And they it's within the realms legally. Um, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. But the wrestling business is in a healthy place right now. It's it's fun. It's a, more than enough for you to watch. So hope you guys enjoy oh, wow. that going into this weekend for sure. Word. Um, I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna play the crib. I might catch Collision live. I was at the Badu concert last Saturday, so I had to DVR it. Indeed, but, um, man. Yeah, you had to touch, touch some grass. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's Badu. I mean, come on. I mean, I heard people Even though everyone and their mother was at the Burner Boy concert. It's a it's a healthy time for, for black music yeah. as well. Listen. Shout outs to the business for sure. Word. For sure. Um I saw a tweet on Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah. Smaller yeah. venue, but you know, she did her thing. So shout out tweet as well. Um yeah, man, good time for black artists, yo. Keep it going. You know what I mean? But that's all and for I me, think, man. Yeah, I think with that, that's that's it for this week. Yeah, we'll be way more organized next week, y'all. We promise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now watch the show together. <laughs> Word, and then um, we'll see how that blood and guts goes. Hopefully, no injuries. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see blood and guts post these new um AEW rules. So I'm well, sure all it the won't blood be... will just be in the ring, and they'll just yeah. Uh... Yeah. They'll get permission for thumbtacks. They'll be out. Right. Yeah. Word. <laughs> so one with that being said, we are out. Be good to each other and to yourselves. Yeah, man. Later on. Peace.